Hello, everyone, and welcome to the interview show here on Brandstack. I hope that everyone has been doing well. So today, I talk with my guest of the day, Kyle,、um, and we discuss how he has been able to continue his personal growth as well as continuing his education during this time of the COVID nineteen pandemic. But without further ado, the interview show will begin in just one moment. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the interview show here on Brandstack. I hope that everyone has been doing well. So today, I have my guest for the day, Kyle. Welcome. Hello. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm really glad to have you here. So today's topic,、um, we're discussing, you know, continuing learning and keeping ourselves informed during this、um, COVID-19 pandemic. From what I understand, you have actually taken it upon yourself to actually continue learning, increasing your knowledge during this time. So how has that been for you? It's been pretty well for me. There is a couple of stuff that I've been doing during the pandemic. Aside from school, I've been to school in both person. I've been to both school、um, virtually, both limited amounts of time, and、um, both giving me quite different experiences. But when it comes to like expanding my learning,、um, not relating to school, I've been doing a couple of research. When it comes, I've been doing a little bit of research, and I want to get started in investing and stuff like that. It was just a little、um, side project for me that I thought I tried to. Start、um, once the new year came rolling around, and since I'm on break from school, I might as well try to expand my learning and continue to just you know try. You know, it would help me more better in the in the real world when um with all with COVID and all stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so for you, did you begin like taking it, taking the time out to you know to learn? Has this did this start like when the pandemic started, or did it take you a few weeks or months to truly you know begin to take this time for yourself? Right. So when I started, when school was um. Canceled because in-person school was canceled because of COVID. I practically just continued my, you know, normal education and、um, finishing up my high school career and whatnot. I'm trying to finish it off strong with AP exams, whatnot. I was studying and do pretty decent on them. Did pretty okay on them. And but once school was out, I felt like I focused more and more of my efforts on my personal skills. Not really learning when it comes to school or academics. But once、um, summer break started, I started to focus on myself. I wanted to learn how to cook, and so、um, I got lessons from my mom. And I take lessons from online—not online, not online lessons, but like take recipes from online and use them and, and cook for my family. And, and I started off small by making, you know, beginner stuff like brownies and stuff like that, and stuff like different types of confectionaries. And then I. You know, made it to ways I can cook better meals. Like, I don't know if you had General Cho's chicken before, but that was one of the recipes that、nice. I decided to try out. Yeah. And so, once school started back up again for college,、um, I start continuing my education with that then, and it took up honestly most of my time. So I didn't really find more of a need to pay my learning since I was focusing so much on school.、Yeah. Um, I want to add that I've also been. Perfecting my,、um, trying to perfect my、um, my practice. I practice a lot of music, so I wanted to、um, continue on that and continue on my knowledge of different instruments and try to make it so that I can, you know, get better at them and invest more in myself,、um, especially during 
um, COVID and break, some break and whatnot, I had more time. But once college started, I didn't focus on that as much, unfortunately, as much as I wanted to. But I did get um, some practice in. And during the pandemic, I did attend um, Virginia Tech in person, but there were many like COVID tests and there are many like different events that were changed in order to make sure that people were actually socially distancing. And fortunately, I got tested many times and I was actually negative for COVID. And so were my friends. We did a lot of things together. Most of them were virtual, but when we did attend events, when, when we made events for ourselves, we, you know, actually um, social distance, wear masks and stuff like that. And it was pretty cool. And more on what, more on what comes to was education. Um, once call, once um, school's off for winter break, I still continue to expand on my um, knowledge and education with investing, especially when winter break and the new year, stuff like that. And more what comes with finances, because there's a lot that I don't, that I realize I didn't know. And I wanted to fill in those gaps to make sure that I'm prepared when it comes to living on my own and like, you know, trying to make it in and trying to make it in the real world and stuff like that. So even with COVID, even though um, I didn't really go out as much, instead I tried to focus on what I could learn basically from the comfort of my own home. That is great to hear how... You know, you were determined to continue your education, you know, regardless of the outside circumstances that, of course, you, you can't control a, you know, a global pandemic. But that you were able to continue doing your part in, of course, first of all, you know, staying safe, staying socially distant, wear masks, of course, but, but also with your education to continue to continue learning, really. And I think that is a very commendable skill that you were able to do. Uh, I know a lot of people set out goals for themselves, you know, but not every you know, goal is able to truly make it that far. So I'm glad to hear that you, know, you were able to continue on with that, even though you, know, you had these circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so as far as like, yeah, I know you mentioned friends and stuff. So prior to you, you know, of course, going to college um, in person, how was it for you to communicate with, you know, with friends and, and even like with making friends, like during college, like how was the communication there, you know, given that, given these circumstances? So there'd be two main ways I'd communicate with my friends and my family. Um, one of the way is in person. I had a few friends that I met when I go to college and I knew them prior to going there. So it was pretty easy to communicate with them in person. We could first talk about it. And one of the friends was actually my roommate. So, um, nice. yeah. So we were practically together basically all the time. And we would mostly talk in like using technology like Instagram. We'd sometimes get on Discord and talk. And um, we would meet up and, you know, we would like sometimes we would just have us a, um, a good study session together, you know. And another way I communicate with people is just, you know, using technology. Like I said before, I talk with people on Discord, over the phone, Instagram, um, many different social media apps that I would use to communicate with people that I'm 
one that I'm like many hours away from. I would talk with my mom like every day, just keep her informed and up to date on what's the status of the school and like the cases and how they were always rising. Um, they did, they did a, they were rising pretty fast, but they slowed down near the um, near the middle, which is, is to be expected, but I digress. So I found it very easy to communicate with people, um, whether it be in person or, you know, over long distance using phone, my computer, stuff like that. I'm glad to see how, you know, you were able to continue that, that communication and then also, you know, converse and of course, you know, having your friend as a roommate definitely makes it a lot easier, especially in, in present times, you know, in terms of being able to see people. But had this like opened your eyes up to almost, yeah, how important communication really is? Yes, definitely. There is like, when it comes to communication as a whole, I feel like we mostly take stuff like our cell phones that we use every single day for granted, like, and like our computers, like so much of this stuff, um, has really closed the gaps between communication. I took um, a, a class called History of Technology. It also opened my eyes to how communication has evolved from being able to send letters you would receive at weeks to maybe months at a time, and then going to, you know, quicker communication that would take, you know, maybe a few days and, um, with what we have right now, we can receive and send messages practically almost instantly from pretty much most places in the world. And it's it's really just it's really just a, a good thing to be appreciative for. Definitely. And yeah, you know, that, that class that you had just mentioned, it actually sounds like a class that you know, would highly interest me because like I I am very much into you know communication history and yeah, sort of like seeing the overall picture of yeah how things change over the years, especially like with communication technology and and everything. But I'm glad to you know, to also hear about how you know how you see it in that perspective that you know staying in staying commu- in touch communication wise is an important thing. And do you think that even though we have all of these different technologies around us? Do you feel like prior to this pandemic, they haven't really been, you know, really utilized to actually stay in contact with people? I mean, you know, we have, even though stuff like Instagram and, and other social medias, you know, are made to be able to help us, you know, keep in touch and be able to see, mm-hmm. you know, the status of people. But at the same time, do you feel like we've almost been communicating less in recent years? When it comes to most recent years, um, well, let me first talk about what's been going on right now when prior to before COVID like was a really prevalent thing and it kept all of us um, in our houses and stuff like that. We were communicating and we were using our phones and like our computers, like communication was big, but I think COVID definitely increased the height of it to a much, much, much larger extent. Like my mom communicates with my, my auntie talking over the phone rather than sometimes going to visit her once like once COVID was like up, um, my mom refrained from visiting her friends too much and would instead talk with them over the phone, including my aunt to um, like go ahead and talk with her over the phone. Definitely once COVID started becoming more of a, a, a bigger threat and stuff like that. 
But when it become when it comes down to like more recent years, the general scheme, I feel like we have been communicating less and less in person as technologies become more of a center hold around our lives as a whole. Like you can go out and meet people, and like you can go out and meet people. And like talk with people and like actually have like hu- human to human interaction, but like I feel like with the more the more I feel like with the more iPhones that come out、um, every so years, like I feel like as technology does get better, the less that we would communicate fully with. Like, yeah, you can use FaceCam, webcam, whatever works for you. I just feel like I feel like the actual real human interaction has been decreasing in the more recent years. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, and it's almost like sad to see almost like with the decreasing, you know, person to person interaction, especially back before the pandemic. You know, just noticing how you know how a lot of times even when people are in the same room. They may be communicating with people, but a lot of times it's not even with the people in the same room. They're just messaging、right. their other friends. Have you noticed that as well? Yeah, that's one thing I've definitely noticed. Like sometimes、um, I'd go to parties and people would be like messaging other friends on Snapchat and stuff like that. Well, obviously not like now. I haven't been to a party in like over a year, but like there would be parties I would go to and people would be messaging other people. We're not there. Not saying that's a bad thing, but it just shows you that, like you know, that it it, it limits potential humans and human interaction with other people that are there. Yeah, definitely. Especially like for me, when when I'm doing it, definitely feels different almost because for being in the party and seeing other people, you know, other people communicating, it feels sort of oh well, you know, they're not paying attention really or. Yeah, you know, whatever. But if it's you communicating, it's like, well, I want to, rem- you know, even though I may be in a different location, I still want to stay, you know, in communication with you know whoever I'm messaging. And so it's almost where, you know, like we need to find a balance between communicating. I don't know, like find the balance in between, you know, being able to stay in constant contact, but then also, you know, enjoy the moment. Like, right. I see what you mean. Yeah. I feel like when、um, it comes to, like you said, what you said, and enjoying the moment. Most of the most people would take out their phones and like video record it for later, and it's fine. But like, I feel like you shouldn't have to be pressured to, you know, document everything you see behind a screen. Like, I saw this one. I wasn't sure if it was a skit, but it could have been、um, real. I saw this one Instagram story. It was like this guy was proposing to this woman, and she took out her phone and she was recording him proposing to her. And it was it was pretty humorous, but it, it shows you like that this type of like I guess it's a I guess it's a sort of mindset that I guess it's a sort of mindset that many people have adopted like to like you know. Take something that we see, and instead of like you know living in the moment of it, I guess they would use technology to, I guess, capture it. Yeah, I have seen that as well. And you know, for me, as not just a content creator, but someone who's also 
really into video creation and photos and I, I wouldn't go as far enough to say I'm like any like professional photographer because I am not in any regard but but yeah it's it feels like almost like you're you have to play like a dual role almost like in both being there and like you know documenting everything and it's almost like where's the line like that like we put the phones down and you know just enjoy the moment but at the same time yeah, it's nice sometimes being able to look back at certain moments and say wow i'm so glad like i got this like on camera or on video or whatever but yeah. i feel like with smartphones because the camera is so close to us that almost the pitch I mean, it sounds bad but it feels like pictures and videos are almost becoming invaluable where we have so many of them now that we may have taken a picture of a special moment but it's blocked within several other hundreds of, um, of pictures that we have taken over the years. Right, right. My opinion on that is that I do agree with you, but I do think that um, even though I feel, I feel like people maybe should not rely on too much on their phones when it comes to like having like a really good memory. Like, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, best way that I could but like basically what I'm trying to say is um right you're right there does need to be a balance and so I feel like maybe taking less pictures and enjoying the moment more might just fix that like you're free to take pictures and pictures are a really good time save of what moments and they can help like bring back really great memories that you've had because I there are times that there um pictures that have been taken that if I didn't I wish I would have you know yeah, like I feel the same way. Like with with pictures, I mean, like for me, like I said, I have probably on my Google Photos, I probably have like thousands of pictures that I've taken throughout the years. And like I really enjoy my collection, of course. But but you know, sometimes when I'm when I'm looking back, like I don't I don't feel like I was actually in the moment because I was too you know occupied doing other stuff. And especially like in you know the current climate that we're in. Yeah, a lot of us are now not necessarily regretting, but, you know, we wish that we would have enjoyed these interactions more while we were still able to, you know, safely, or should I have, should I say, you know, to what we thought was safe. Um, Because, <laughs> um, you know, our definition of what we consider safe and not safe has, you know, probably permanently changed in our mindsets of, you know, gatherings and stuff. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but being able to see it, and it's like, well, I wish I would have, you know, put my phone down or whatever the case may be and truly like, you know, spent time with whoever or doing stuff. And I feel like we're almost, a lot of us has almost like redeemed that part of us, like with video chats and especially like these Zoom meetings and stuff that have, you know, come up in more recent, you know, recent months to connect with family members and friends where, you know, we may have seen them like more often some people we haven't seen in years but now it's like we're in this time where we all want to really stay connected so what are your thoughts about yeah about that like you know almost people coming together now despite you know this technology has actually been around for quite a while it has well basically what i think of that is that i really do think that the technology that we have is providing a really big benefit to our daily lives it's a really good convenience I just think that, I, I think honestly that the technology that we've had for such a long time has in, has can in some ways increase the bonds 
that we have met with some people. Cause like, let's say if I did, I, there was a point in my middle school career in which I was like, I didn't have a phone for a while. So many of the people that I would meet and talk to, I would talk to them only at school. But like once I got a phone, I was able to like get people's numbers down. Like, you know, I was able to talk to them at home and in a way it strengthened the bond between me and the another person. But I do think that with this, it can decrease the bonds because our phones, aside from communication, can provide you with a lot of distraction with like entertainment, games, stuff like that on your phone. And like other social media apps can even provide a distraction. And like even stuff with work, like, yeah. There are a lot of stuff on your phone that can provide you with distraction. Like uh, this kind of reminds me of a time I saw a short clip of um, a grandfather spending time with um, when I assume her, what I assume is his granddaughter, and they were eating at a restaurant, and the granddaughter was on the phone pretty much the whole time and didn't really paying him any attention. In those cases, it really doesn't connect you with the other person as with what compared to my earlier example in which it can connect you with more people and like yeah. I so I believe it's really how you use technology and yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like I said. It's one of those things where, you know, it's almost like we are, have begun to take, like, these personal connections for granted. And, mm -hmm. you know, because we have so many of them. I mean, you know, before the pandemic, it's like, yeah, we see people every day. But, you know, but the time that we're able to spend connecting with these other people, you know, is almost like a regular thing. But now that we don't have these connections, it's almost where, you know, we truly realize what we miss. Um, like that saying, you know, you don't know what you have until it's, yeah, until you don't have it anymore. Right. And so I said, and you know, going with that, do you feel like after the pandemic and when things are like noticeably safer, do you see like more in-person interactions happening between people or people continuing to, to keep this close contact with each other? Definitely. I think that more people would be in, um, more people would be eager actually to make better connections with their friends and family there are actually, I've been, in my English class, there were actually a lot of um, um, writings about how people have um, adopted a different style of communicating with their family during the COVID-19 pandemic and like how they've like adopted even certain family traditions. Like one of the writings were about um, um, one of my classmates actually having a tradition that he would usually spend, he usually gained get all his family to meet up for Thanksgiving every year and now they can't really do that instead they'd have like a, a video call with some of the family members and um some family members would be able to come but it's not as a lot and there are some people that like it's it's a very like for those for those examples it's it's where like you want to have a close communication with people, but in order to keep yourself safe and your family members safe, they can't. So I think overall that people would be really eager to meet back with their families and have and their friends and have better and closer connections, as well as people meeting other new people out there. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, almost like adding on to that, like for me, with people who I know who are like on campus or even those who don't even 
live within the same area. I've actually been encouraging a lot of my friends. No one has done it yet, but yeah, to like send me a letter. I mean, as, as weird as it sounds, especially in the age where you can just, yeah, text people. It's like, I feel like we've almost like, you know, because we're so used to communicating with people, yeah, and with the distractions, especially like on our devices, it's almost where, you know, when we communicate with people, we don't, like, we take that for granted, of course. And because, you yeah. know, if I'm just able to text you, why am I going to, you know, to sit down and take the time to, you know, write you a letter? But I feel like it's almost, you know, makes it a special thing just to, because especially since you don't really know when it's going to come in, you know, or if they even tell you when you're going to send it. So I had actually asked a few months ago, I'd asked some close friends, it's like, you know, why don't we just like write letters to each other? I mean, I feel like that would have been like a really cool thing to do. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's a little saddening that, you know, I haven't gotten any, but... <sighs> But still that idea that we're still able to stay in contact and almost like the little things almost make such a big difference now. Yeah, I would say so. Like definitely. Because like the fact that we've been all put away, like put away in our houses and whatnot, like many of us have just been wanting to be able to communicate with our close family members and friends. So I feel like we'd have more like better communication, if anything, once we actually are connected with them. Yeah, definitely. And almost like to like begin to bring this close. I know how you mentioned like the distractions and stuff on your devices. And so how have you like with doing your classes, of course, you know, for you know, for college into high school and everything, you know, how have has it been to try to continue to, you know, to learn stuff and expand, not just for those, but also, you know, for your own you know, education and building it. How has it been to try to avoid those distractions while using technology? Because it's not like, you know, back in online, you know, well, back in, in person where, you know, your notes and stuff might be, you know, like physical and, you know, you just put away the computer or whatever for a certain time. You're still on the same devices that provide these distractions. So how has it been for you to successfully, like, continue to learn, you know, both, what is it? in class and on your own while continuing to try to avoid those distractions has it been hard at all well for me personally i'd say that it's been it's been it's not been easy there are definitely some struggles when it comes to distractions and stuff like that that online school opened that exposes you to um, rather than in-person school when you're going to school in person it's very easy to have your notes out and it's very easy to be paying attention because you're in the lesson you're in you're going to be invested in it it's much less easier to be distracted because you can't really save your teachers like talking for later like with today's um zoom era we've been like many students have been accustomed to being taking notes instead of taking notes during class they're like oh this is not as important i'll do it later or something like that but when mainly when it comes to distractions and stuff like that i feel like one way i've been trying to avoid distractions is have a set time either after class or before class in which I would indulge in the activities that I want to. And when I'm studying, I'd write a list of what I want to do or have a mental note of what I want to do after I have finished studying or after I've finished class. Um, depends on the circumstances of what I need to do or what I 
have to do by a certain due date. But like, if I prioritize my time correctly, I can still have time for the stuff that I want to do once I finished. And as tempting as it may be, there I do take some breaks from here and there, um, just to provide myself with a mental break. So if I get distracted, I just wait until my next free time, if you will. I would set a set set a short amount of time where I give myself a bunch of free time. Then I would just keep the distractions away until then, and then I can indulge in whatever I want to do. So that's basically how I try my best to avoid distractions, especially during class, and um, how I would manage my time better when studying. And as um, I'm still trying to keep up with that, sometimes it's been harder. Sometimes I do get distracted. Unfortunately, I do get distracted sometimes. And it's just um, honestly just a learning process that I have to go through. Like, yeah, I'm, I know I'm going to get distracted sometimes, but I'm working on it. I'm trying my best. Yeah, well, good. You know, first of all, it is really good to be able to see that you know, even if you do get distracted sometimes that you're still able to pick yourself up and continue on with your goals right. and i think that's something that a lot of us you know still need to be able to learn to continue on and i know it's been tough for a lot of us especially now during the you know covid 19 pandemic hopefully we're you know we're heading towards the end of that hopefully um, yes. you know in the next coming months but i'm you know like I said, i'm really glad to hear that you're still able to stick with it and so definitely good luck on being able to continue with that and i can't wait to hear about your success in that going forward all right like I said, it has been great talking to you kyle uh, thank you so much for coming on today i definitely i definitely like talking about my experiences thank you for having me and i'd like to do this again in the future oh yeah of course Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I'll catch you all in the next one. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to you all later. Bye.